0: Gang, since they opened in 2012, I've been talking about the amazing rehearsal spaces and fabulous recording studio at Space Rehearsal and Recording here in Austin. Well, gang, Space has upped their game over the last couple of years and added a couple of new factions. One is a video production studio. Space ATX has taken the major leap forward in their evolution to serve Austin's music community with their new video production department. They're now offering... Professional video production for bands, live streaming, live sessions, podcasts, and just about anything you can imagine. They've also added a creator studio. Maybe you want to take your TikTok or YouTube videos to the next level, or it's time to stop using your cell phone pics for all of your PR photos. Their newest production room is waiting for you. You can also book their in house video or photography services, or bring a freelancer to get the job done yourself. That space, rehearsal, and recording located just a few short miles south of downtown Austin. They now offer rehearsal studios, audio recording, video production, a creator studio, and more. Go to spaceatx.com to find out more. And take the talent train from Schmoesville to Pro Town with space, rehearsal, recording, and video production. Let's get down. Hey gang, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of How Did I Get Here? I know you have a lot of choices out there, and the fact that you're listening to this episode right now is not lost on me. So thank you. I'm not sure what platform you're listening on, but whatever platform you're on, give us a follow. And if you like what you hear, leave us a rating. It takes just a second, and it means the world to me. Plus, it really helps the show. So thank you in advance. And remember, the last 100 episodes of How Did I Get Here are available on all streaming services. Now, enjoy the show. I'm your host. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys have all had a good weekend, whatever it is you did this weekend. Gang, it's Thanksgiving week, and you're probably on your way somewhere to give thanks with a group of people while you're listening to this. Or maybe or maybe you've had a fight with that group of people, and you're hiding in a room or a closet or gone on a walk, and you're listening to it now. Cool off. Cool off. Don't worry about it. Let it go. Whatever they said doesn't mean anything. People are in a heightened state of intensity these days. There's a lot of craziness out there, a lot of warring factions. Like like uh like if I wanted to go to my dad's side of the family for Christmas, I mean for Thanksgiving, this would be a disaster. Like uh, because of because of the political awkwardness that happens between people and sort of the warring factions that happen between the right and the left, my dad and my and my ex-stepmom have not spoken to me in 7 months because of not because, <laughs> it's, because of sh- <laughs> it's because of shit that they've been watching on Fox News that they've got now. I can't even pinpoint exactly what it is that they're angry with me about that they've seen on television, but they've seen some shit on television. They want to blame it on me, and now I'm not going there for Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? If I did, it would be totally weird. Hopefully, your uh, Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving or whatever it is that you're going to is going to be filled with love and you can give thanks. I. I'm going to go to a very mellow Thanksgiving <clears throat> with few people. I was going to go to Houston, spend it with my family, but my girlfriend Jenny was like, hey, my family invited you to Thanksgiving, want to come? And I was like, you know what? I do, I do. I want to go spend Thanksgiving with these nice people in LaGrange. There, are, There's going to be only seven of us there for Thanksgiving, you know? And luckily, I have the luxury uh, of being new to the situation. So there's six direct family members and then a guy over there. No one's going to get mad at me. I got to bring the roles, you know, like, what, are they going to get mad at me because of the roles? No. And if they get into some kind of family dispute, which, you know, families do, they're, I mean, they're all really nice people. I don't expect them to get into a family dispute, but what I'm saying is if they do, I don't have to get involved because I'm just a guy over there. So this is going to be, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for my girlfriend, Jenny and her family and, and a mellow Thanksgiving. All right. So anyway, I hope you have a really good Thanksgiving. I hope you make it through. If you're on a walk cooling off or if you're hiding in a room cooling off because you fought with your family and you got your earbuds in, I'm here for you, man. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just, I'm not going to (laughs) listen because I'm just talking at you. Uh, But, but, you know, just know I'm with you in spirit. In in spirit, I'm with you. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys all have a great week and a safe week. All right. Gang, I have a great show for you guys today. Alt Pop Rock Synthwave artist. Tamara Gamez is my guest on the show today. Her brand new album, Genesis, is out now wherever it is that you uh, stream and download music. Uh, she's got some really great videos out, one for Burning, and then this hilarious video for her song, Let Go, where she does a lot of self-waxing. We talk about it at the very top of the conversation. I could not even enter a conversation with Tamara Gamez without telling her how funny she is in this video and also just how... Uh, how you know, it's difficult to do human things in front of people, you know, and be like an artist and a pop artist, but she really manages to do that in these videos. She's a fantastic songwriter, she's a multi-instrumentalist. She started out writing songs when she was a kid, influenced by artists like Avril Lavigne and My Chemical Romance and Nirvana. She has teamed up with my dear old friend who joins her today on the podcast, her co-producer, co-writer and co-conspirator, my dear old friend Dorian Grace. So Tamara Gemas and Dorian Grace both sit down with me. We have a great conversation about her journey in music, how uh, she's been able to discover her true self musically. And, and that's, that's what you're hearing on this record, Genesis. You know, it, it, it jumps, uh, it doesn't, it, it's a cohesive record, but she does dance between styles. And you can tell, she's just being herself. You can tell it in the video, she's just being herself. And when someone does that, there's something liberating and there's something really uh, attractive about it when you're listening to it or, or you're watching it you're really getting the person and you're feeling you're feeling it and for to, for some reason to me that engages me more in music and this record genesis is absolutely fantastic she's a great songwriter the work that she's done with my dear old friend dorian is great and dorian and i man we've been friends for 20 years i oh, he actually had a studio and we worked on like three projects together this band canvas that i ended up producing a record for them in another studio like later on and uh, his band Saturday's Radar, and I was trying to think about it this morning. I was like, what was that third band? Here are the things that I remember about it. They were a heavy band, like a heavy alt-rock band. I don't know why they wanted me to produce their record. I don't remember any of them as people, except I remember that their drummer was a Coke dealer. Maybe that's why I don't remember most of these sessions. I don't, I don't, uh, I I just don't really, I remember having a guy come in and tune the drums Because believe it or not, the coke-dealing drummer's drums sounded like shit. And he had no idea how to tune them. And me and Dorian didn't really know how to do it. Maybe we both do now. But we had my friend Scott come in and do it. I remember that. I I don't even remember if we finished it. I don't know. I'll have to ask Dorian. Anyway, I don't know why I went off on that long tangent. This record, Genesis, is fantastic. Tamara is a great guest. Great conversation. Uh, She and Dorian are a great team they make great music together we actually hung out together a few weeks ago at saxon pub i can't remember if it was halloween or the day before because i played both days but it was great hanging with them socially having some cocktails you know so i hope you enjoy my conversation with this great artist tamara gamez and her co-producer my dear old friend dorian grace let's get down You wax. Oh my gosh. The parts that a lady waxes. Yeah, yeah. Arm, armpit. And then, and then the, the, the. You can say it. Fabulous area. <laughs> <laughs> the Vagine. <laughs> the Vagine. <laughs> and uh, there's not a lot of people that do that. Like, there's not a lot of people that uh, have no uh Shame. <laughs> No, it's like there's no pretense. There's no fucking, uh, like, you don't care.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: I don't see Taylor Swift doing that in a video. Oh,
1: no. I feel like she
0: doesn't want anyone to see her face after she does that because it hurts so bad. Uh Uh-huh. And then like trying to find a way to stop burning. Yeah, <laughs> That's not, pretty fucking amazing. That's like Lucille Ball level shit. That wasn't acting. Like that was
2: that was that was full on really happening.
1: Yeah, the video was just a you know, a day in the life kind of thing and, and from start to finish it was it was so much fun because nothing was really planned. Like of course we had a few ideas, but everything was just like we're just gonna go along with it, go with the flow. Did I was getting you know, I'm not gonna lie, I had probably two bottles of champagne. <laughs>
0: You're the not whole, wearing the- clothes. I mean, it's not like you see anything, or it seemed like you're not wearing clothes. I don't know. Sometimes it.
1: Oh, I was fully naked. Magic. Oh no no Seriously. yeah yeah.
2: There was a lot of. Um, I definitely did a lot of blurring post. Like, you directed it. I shot it. You
0: shot it. It's. I mean, and we really kind directed. Of directed it. Yeah yeah we, yeah. It's okay.
2: Just, so we had kind of like the basic idea of like, yeah, we wanted to do that, you know, the intro slide, like the risky business thing. You know, we had the whole idea of doing the, her idea of doing the pretty woman, you know, in the bathtub. with yeah, her yeah, bathtub yeah, 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 yeah. So we kind of had a few ideas that were kind of almost like, you know, nods to that kind of thing. But nothing besides that was really planned. It's like, what should we do next? Yeah, maybe we'll like pop a cork, you know, maybe we'll just... And she was like, well, what right? if I make a mimosa and just barely splash the the orange juice in the post? Well, no,
1: I mean, that's how you make a mimosa, really. If, yeah. you're, if you're not doing it that way, you're doing it wrong.
0: Very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dorian. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have you in here. You and I have been friends for a long time. Yeah. About 20 years. About. It's longer. Longer than 20 years. We did the... The Saturday's radar record I think was No, that was 2004, I think. 2004? Okay. Still a long time. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and you're from San Antonio, Tamara?
1: I'm actually from Corpus Christi, but I live in San Antonio now.
0: Corpus. Yeah,
1: Corpus.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Tell me about uh were you around for where where did you go like to for entertainment there in Corpus? House of Rock. Okay. That's a post my my time there.
1: Mhm. Concrete Street?
0: Oh I don't even No it's executive surf club still yeah oh yeah, yeah
1: yeah that's a great place too
2: yeah and, and there's another little bar um so that's how we met i was down in corpus for a while and i lived living yeah yeah for about two years okay and i lived a, oh yeah I, remember that. I lived downtown right across the street from a place called cassidy's and that was a really cool hang too i ended up playing acoustic gigs there you know once a month or something like that and it was
0: very cool yeah okay so um hold on i have some stuff written down Oh, okay. Because you, mo- you. Okay, so in high school, you went to high school there in Corpus. Yeah. And then after high school, did you go to college?
1: I did. I went to um, TAMUCC.
0: That's staying uh, in Corpus. Uh, it's A&M Corpus. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's on the island.
1: But <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't interpreter for that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, actually, that's what I did when I went there too. I went back to college and I went right. there.
1: Yeah. Didn't finish. Um, you didn't. Got bored. Yeah. <laughs> moved to Philly. With my band, yeah, for four years, it was which fun. by the
0: way, I thought that that was a great name uh, 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 cupid's victim Cupid's
1: victim yeah, yeah, it's a good name. yeah, it was um
0: it was what kind of music was it?
1: I would say like emo, kind of uh, pop punk emo that
0: makes its way into your stuff now, Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, I didn't say what I wanted to say. God, what's wrong with me? Sorry to interrupt you. No, guys. it's okay. This record's fucking great. Oh, thank you. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's really great, and it it's uh, it reminds me of a time when pop had understandable good songs, which wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the, the era of pop music, like that we're in right now, is isn't as comfortable for me as it used to be.
1: I agree. Yeah,
0: I don't feel it's as like the songs are really good, and they're really, I mean, they're cool. They and they and they they encapsulate like. To me, ultimately, it's like power pop because it has like elements of new wave, alternative rock, and all this stuff. But they're, ultimately, they're, the songs are pop. Like if yeah, you played oh. them on just an acoustic guitar, you'd be playing a pop song.
1: Yeah, I love you know what how we combined a lot of genres in it. You know, we didn't really have any um, limitations when it came to to the sound. It kind of whatever the song needed is what we gave it. Pretty much, you know, whatever it called for. Yeah, so made it really interesting to have. Um, kind of every song sound different from from each other so
0: And you guys produced the record together? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great job man. Did you engineer it? So we did
2: um so we spent about a year on pre-production at my place. And so we were we pretty much in hindsight recorded the record twice. So sure. we did we did everything kind of at my place and then we have a friend of ours uh who built that we met in Corpus and he did a couple of Cupid's Victim yeah, records. Yeah, he did
1: uh, two of my EPs, Mason and Shirley. And
2: um, he he built, he got this land off in Skidmore, Texas, which is kind of a really small town about halfway between San Antonio and Corpus. And he built this monster awesome studio. And um, and he's such a cool guy, cool guy to work with. And we were like, well, at the time, you know, I was in an apartment. So, you know, the drums that we recorded were fake drums and stuff right, right. like that. And so... We're like, well, let's. Where do we want to do this? She's like, well, Mason's got the studio, so we went down there. And so, in answer to your question, we did recut um, probably about fifty to seventy percent of stuff, but we kept like a lot of the bass tracks, all the synth we kept from Mm -hmm. pre-production, some of all of my vocals on it we kept from pre-production. You replaced a lot of vocals, um, redid a lot of guitars, although some guitars I kept. But it was just. It was just a great experience. Me and Mason work very good together. We're very open to like, oh, what do you think about this? Like, no, dude, we get really nerdy about sounds and stuff like that. Like, what if we throw these microphones at like each side of this huge room and just like have them as ambient microphones. And we yeah. it. It were like, Oh yeah, it does sound cool. You know? And
1: yeah, it was, I mean, I've worked with Mason before, but it was another experience having Dorian there with me. Cause it's like, you know, he's a producer, but Mason is a sound engineer and kind of like I would call him like last minute producer. Cause he's like throwing his own spin as on things as, as yeah, it's yeah, coming yeah, in. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's really cool.
0: It's nice, too, to have fresh ears after you've spent a year pre-production. For sure, because
2: there were a lot of things where he was, you know, throughout these kind of last minute ideas, and I was just like, I don't know, I don't know. And then I heard it, and I was like, great call, dude. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. But, um, cause you, you get, you work on something for a year and then you're like, this is how we wanted to sound exactly. Even if it starts, even if you like first notice it sounds better, you're still like, I don't know. I don't trust it. Cause we worked so hard on this. Yeah. Kind of
1: married to it already married
2: to it. Yeah. And then he was like, man, I want to, I want to do this weird thing. Like on, like for example, on lowly, you know, we didn't have any plans to have any real drums on that. And he goes, he's like, man, I just want to throw a towel over a snare drum and the kick drum and just mic that and add that. And I was like, man, I don't know. I don't think it's going to lose the feel. And he did. And I was like, perfect you know it's super cool so he added live drums to a couple songs that i was like i just don't know and just turned out really good
0: that's great yeah uh what do you guys do for a band like so, now what's your thing
1: so um dorian actually has come on as my guitarist which i'm I so excited about yeah i mean i I, I wouldn't none of also, this he i plays can't low. yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> cool. i, I yeah. mean i have to I have, you know i wouldn't be here without him right now so i mean he's done so much for me and i can't thank him enough and uh so just him playing with me it's just it's an honor to have him and uh we were able to find a bassist um where how did you find him how'd you find Joe? just
2: one of those lucky craigslist things like just posted on craigslist he was one of the first guys responded he he's uh, he
0: didn't kill me yeah (laughs) now he's in the band his
2: name's joe he used to play with the uh, black pumas Oh, here in town he's just <laughs> like I like how you
0: said it like a band you might have heard is a black Pumas. i don't know it's a band
2: yeah yeah <laughs> and then um you know tommy rolson's playing drums oh yeah baby. so yeah so it's it's you know it's cool playing in a project like this because you know we've what rehearsed maybe like five or six times you know as a full band and we recorded our last rehearsal and after the rehearsal we were just like sitting and listening to it we're like man we're tight like this feels good yeah it just it just comes together it sounds like we've been jamming for a year Mm -hmm. you know it's just everything everybody's real pro about it like you know we you know smoke a little pot have a couple drinks you know during rehearsal and stuff like that but nobody's getting like sloppy drunk everybody's having fun just relaxed and like everything's just coming together very quickly
1: and I wish we hadn't we need to start recording our sessions because I'm telling you, the jokes that we come up with just on the spot would have you peeing your pants. They're so funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, some of them can be a little offensive, I think, <laughs> but it's, uh, we're, just, we're just goofy. We're kind of like in the mindset of it's funny, it's funny.
0: Yeah. yeah. But,
1: but it's, it's a great time with these guys and I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy and lucky to have them Yeah, backing me.
0: Yeah, it seems like you're all lucky to have each other. Yeah, it's I really like. I can't. T- it was such a pleasure listening to this record, and I could. I definitely could hear, yeah, like your sensibilities. In yeah. There, that 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 ones that I love, and and it's like, oh man, I'm so glad that you made this record right now. We need this in the world.
1: hmm Yeah, definitely. I'm Where heard. do you
0: play? I saw you're playing Valhalla. What's that?
1: Oh yeah, um- Valhalla
0: is the old room seven ten. Oh okay okay. Yeah yeah,
2: across the street from the old Red Eye Fly
1: so so, so. <laughs> we're
0: gonna speak speak in early 2000s across the street speaks. from the old beer land across the street from the old <laughs> next Welcome door to, to the Austin. old what uh yeah, yeah, headhunters or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it is like I, I tell like even you know tommy and joe played it was like val how like what is that and we're like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i guess it really hasn't been there that long but um it still kind of got the seven ten vibe, which is cool because Saturday's radar we played seven ten all the time. Was that the
0: one that you go in one way and there's a bar over here and then you go around? Yeah, it's around. Like a semicircle yeah, bar. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
2: So it still has that. The only kind of bummer is they did cut the stage like in half almost. Oh um, yeah, so we actually
1: visited. We you yeah. went there last night to kind of scope it out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna have any room to you know dance around, or it's gonna be a tight fit up there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. It's sorry, I was just like I, I. There's nothing worse than like getting in some space that's so awkward to like try and perform in.
2: Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. So like we're very, especially this project, we're trying to nail the record. You know, we're trying to get that sound live.
0: That's the question I was I was coming up with when I started yeah. laughing. Um, is do you do tracks?
2: Yeah, so we're on ears and backtracks and all that stuff. Uh, the vocals. The harmonies are going to be real harmonies, um, but, um, you know, like some of, like, I kind of found a way, which is really cool, so, you know, a lot of venues and stuff like that, they don't have the right reverb, or, you know, the reverb's not going to sound right, or something's not going to sound right, so what I did is I actually pulled the tracks from the Mm -hmm. record just the reverb from the track so that'll be going along with her so her oh, vocals cool. actually sound like the vocals oh nice on the record okay and stuff like that and like the delays so when she has like a echo it's not actually echo it's actually the echo pulled from the record like so she's like hey hey you know or something like that it's, that's pretty awesome he comes yeah, up like with the like, like the coolest ideas i mean so so it doesn't sound it actually doesn't sound like like she's singing along to a backtrack. It's actually like her voice, but just the reverb underneath it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the delay underneath it or something yeah. like that.
1: I've never performed with in ear, so this is gonna be a whole nother experience. But um but yeah, it's uh, we really wanted to try to nail it as much as we could, you know, have it sound just like the record. Yeah.
2: So. And it's tough, especially, you know, songs like um like Let Go and uh-huh. um
0: um, that's the one with the racy video for those of you listening.
2: Radio yeah. silence, radio silence, and lowly, lowly. Those songs, like the we more think of, like, we, we need a synth player. It's like, no, we need three synth players, <laughs> like because it's, it's there's yeah, oh. so much synth on it, and they're different sounds, or you know,
1: you know, we if if we had a synth player, I don't even think we'd be able to fit them on that stage, honestly.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> the that, hella. Back to what I was saying about you know trying to nail the sound and stuff like that. You know, even though. You know, it's not necessary for me to play with my AC-30 and a 412 connected to it. And at low volumes, it has that sound. So if I just bring the AC-30, it's like, you know, AC-30 is naturally kind of a little thin. Right. But you have a 412, even though it's not loud, it gets that bottom end and that fullness to go with it. And so it's kind of like, i am not, am I going to be able to bring that, you know, for the, the show? Because the stage is small.
0: But I think we're going to make it work. Nice. By Sorry. the way,
1: the, the show is on the twenty sixth of October. I don't
0: think this will be out. This won't be out. Before it won't. Then. No. Well, we Sorry. have another one the month. Okay. Well, after. if you, if anyone yeah. listening
1: has a time machine, <laughs> <laughs> they can go back yeah. and watch it. Or you
0: can check your website yeah. tamragames for yeah. more shows to come. Tamara Gomez. You know what I thought would have been great is if your name was Tamra Games. Oh my God! He Z. has. The,
1: let me let him tell you this uh, funny you, thing.
0: Everybody, everybody, everybody calls
2: her Tamara Games everybody she was doing a uh she was doing one of her
1: Tamara f- games or Tamara games. yeah yeah
2: so she was doing her first uh interview with uh, a uh station and it was like live on air or whatever and he kept calling her uh first it was like tamara games and uh she he, she corrected him like she was like oh it's actually it's actually a uh, tamra gomez he goes all right. New track from Tamara games. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> yeah,
1: let yeah, it go. Let it go. Uh, let the song's the, called let go. Sorry.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just <laughs> the non listening guys. Yeah. yeah it's favorite so ones. funny. The guys just going through the motions. But I
1: was going to say that when I met Dorian and Corpus, I met him at Guitar Center and uh, <laughs> he just, he would, he, you know, he'd always like just, he would just mess around and, um, and joke around with each other and. He, uh, he had a, the, this hilarious joke about my band or the next band name for us and it was uh, Tammy and the Whiskey Dicks.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? The country, the, you're going to do a country like record. We did
1: a country Tammy,
2: record. Tammy Lynn and the Whiskey Dicks pushing rope.
1: They're, the album <laughs> pushing and Rope. <Roll. laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so clever. And yeah, it's just funny because everyone gets my name wrong. So, so just roll with it. I Tamra guess. Gamma's. Tamara Gomez.
0: Gomez. Gomez, yeah. I'm Hispanic as well. I'm oh, yeah? Cuban, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. We must be related somehow. Are you Cuban? No, I'm just
0: kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. My dog's jumping <laughs> a pillow. It's pretty good. <laughs> Going to town. Yeah. Well, I'm also running a small porn, uh, like oh, an wow. animal porn. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bestiality wow. website. Is that legal? No. Oh, okay. Cool. No, but no. you know. <gasps> okay. Podcasts are above the wall, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damn, he's going at it. So the question I was going to add, and the worst part is she's, it's a she. Oh, she. So she's oh, like, she's, she's, she's like, going she's at it. She's making the pillow. It's her bitch. Damn. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Reminds me
1: of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are her pronouns? Her.
2: Her? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are her what pronouns? Are her, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so <laughs> bad with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is, but, well, but you, see, I feel like you can't
0: say what is its pronouns because then that's more <laughs> offensive It would be the proper thing we say. What is their pronoun? What is their pronoun? Yeah. Okay, you already go. Yeah, I've been I've been working on it. Okay, well, well doing this show, you gotta you, like you get oh, the thing. For sure. I have to, one of the first ones where I had a, a thing from the publicist that was like, "This is they, them, everything." The first thing out of my mouth was like, "Good to see you, dude. How you doing, man?"
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I would have said it if it was if it was Tamara. Yeah, that's as just well. yeah. You know, that's we, what's
2: tough because a lot of it's like endearing, and you don't mean it to be like offensive or anything like it's just like a
0: dude not at all like, like, there has to dude, be some time yeah. we there, saw there has to be a, a like a, i'm totally willing and respectful of everybody and i'm willing to play the game but you got to give me a little a little little time yeah to adjust to my speaking because i'm for sure i'm old
1: yeah you? we saw um junior brown last night at Antone. <laughs> That's cool. and he's uh, mean and he yeah. actually made a funny joke that relates to this. He he was talking I'm about sure one of his, one of his <laughs> one of his albums, his and hers, and he's like, It's not theirs and theirs, it's his and hers. He seems <laughs>
0: he seems like a guy that's not that's not changing with the program. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he was
2: he went, he went off for about ten minutes on apple pie. He's like, you know, it's apple pie and then they start putting some jazz Pie-apple. up with pineapple, and next thing you know, there's no apple in it, it's just pineapple and they still call it apple pie. <laughs> it's not <laughs> apple pie.
0: Tried to, I tried to. to he, he used to do that thing at Continental Club, mm-hmm. and I went to one of it. And it, you know, people smoke weed in the back of the Continental Club. Mm-hmm. He was smoking weed. Oh, yeah. I'm a guy, he's a guy, I'm like rock dudes. Yeah. You know, we had met, and I t- turned around and I was like, Oh, hey, man, this good. Mind if I have a hit? He said, Get your own hippie. <laughs> <laughs> <I> said. Nice. <laughs> this guy's so fucking mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when he's high, he's mean. (laughs) That's hilarious. So I was going to ask you a question. Uh, Back to the tracks and modern stuff like in-ears and all that stuff that we did not come up with. Yeah. Have you checked out this amp modeling situation that's going? Now it's sweeping the nation, bro. There's guys that are using it that you wouldn't even believe.
2: So um, I've actually (laughs) gone. uh, I've tried to go to the dark side three times with three different units. I can't do it. It's it's really weird for me. The sound, sound-wise, I think the sound, especially with like the oh, Kemper the, stuff...
1: Yeah, Kemper, I was about to say. Right, so right. The,
2: so the, the Kemper stuff, um, the sound's about... 90 95 percent there. Yeah, but there's something about the touch, the way it feels when you play it, doesn't oh. feel like it to me. It feels like I'm playing like a keyboard. Like the sound, like the the sound of your finger addressing the string doesn't feel the same and sustain the same or sing the same dynamically. Or but anything. like so, Mason at Mason's place where we went, he has the whole Kemper thing, has like tons and tons of plugins. We actually, so I had a an original '87 Marshall JCM 800 that I brought there, and we use that a lot on the record, and um. He was like, man, I love that. We got to sample it, you know? And I was like, okay. And first when we went in there, he was like, man, you guys, you got to use the Kemper for this stuff, mm-hmm. this stuff. And I was like, we brought like three half stacks, combos, yeah, yeah. all yeah. <laughs> we stuff. brought
1: the kitchen sink. Yeah, we yeah. brought, we brought like,
2: <laughs> I think 12 guitar, 13 guitars. It was ridiculous. like that, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was like, play through the Kemper. I started playing through it. I was like, yeah, it sounds fine. It just, It just doesn't feel right to me. Like, I'm not getting the same, like, you know especially when it comes to like a little bit of vibrato or like when you hit the string like a little lighter with your finger versus holding it tighter stuff like that you just feel a difference huh. and um he was like I want to I want to sample your Marshall while we're here and I was like oh, let's do it that's awesome because it's my amp I'm used to playing it I can tell exactly the difference so we spent like you know 20 minutes like dialing it in getting the thing and so once we had it we were doing a being back and forth and he was playing I was like I can tell a little bit of difference. I can't tell which one's which. They both sound good, but I can tell they're different a little bit. And then he handed me the guitar. I switched back and forth. As soon as I hit the first note, I was like, "That's the Kemper." Like okay. you can you can feel okay. it. It's not a sound thing; it's a feel
0: thing. It's almost there, is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost there. You know, I tried the um, I tried the uh, the Line Six Helix thing for a little while, which is very cool because it's super programmable it lights up it shows you has the names you could customize everything and it makes it super easy to play but eventually i was just like it's not it's not really there like it's same thing with that it's like you know how like when you put like like for instance you crank up your amplifier and you get kind of close to you, you get that sweet feedback sure. and stuff like that it you don't get that it's oh not yeah right. you can't do that right. without it you yeah. can you oh. can but it's like it takes a lot more like like more volume and you yeah, get way yeah, closer yeah. to it. You yeah. don't have as much control. It's
1: like a person before. without a soul.
2: Yeah, that's
0: kind of Almost. how it feels to me.
1: You know, like an NPC. I I do.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just kind of like I was sold when guys like Kirk Hammett were like, and not like he's the god of anything, but I mean, he's a guy that's been playing electric guitar through an amp. And it's pretty like probably would be one of the last guys to go. So and and the and the sorry, the Foo Fighters guy, the guy over there, he's doing it. Uh, too. Pat Smear. No,
2: Chris Shiflett. No, Chris Shiflet's playing AC30s and Friedman's. Pat Smear might be doing... No. Oh, no?
0: Somebody else then. Huh. I thought it was the Shiflet guy because I was like, you too? Nah, nah, did you just see him?
2: Yeah, I just saw his rig run down the other day. Like, okay. he's he's all on... He's he's a pretty natural guy. Like, they, they, still, they still use guitar chords. Like, they don't do wireless. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. That's how old school they are.
2: Yeah. I, I still I use wireless I've used wireless forever like I, I hate cords. he turned me
1: on to that I so. hate
2: cords like tripping over them, stepping on them like getting kinks in like I, I
0: hate standing on them
2: yeah and so the wireless technology now is so cheap and so good like you mm-hmm. our our wireless systems are badass no drops no cutouts no issues whatsoever and they're like three hundred dollars
0: shit man, yeah it's amazing Sick. yeah
2: and it's like a little pedal that fits on your board it's
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's a, a skyrocket guy who uses it yeah it was awesome um you play guitar live mm-hmm. yeah what do you play what's your what's your acts of choice
1: um i'm playing on a les paul it's a 1960s standard
2: yeah 1960s standard reissue. Um,
1: yeah reissue he kind of turned me on to les paul's um I'm very nervous because I've I've played guitar on stage before, but mm-hmm. I've never done a project where like I'm the front person, like playing guitar for yeah. most of the set. So yeah. this is like a whole new thing for me.
2: Which... She's, she's actually dialing in and playing most of the leads too, mm-hmm. like the solos and stuff. So it's it's really cool. It's stepping out of her comfort zone, playing lead guitar and a lot of the rhythm. You know? are, are you
0: like acting as MD on stage? Is that the gem? Um, we kind of switch
2: off. I'm playing, I'm playing, we're about half and half. Um, but you know, songs she doesn't play guitar on, I play guitar on as well. But yeah, I play guitar on everything. The stuff, it's kind of like that idea, you know, it's the Tamara Gomez show. So it's like anything she can do, which she's a fabulous guitar player. So anything that she can do and she feels comfortable, like we're going to get her to play it, you know, and I'm just going to be there to back her up if, you know, when, when it's needed. So, you know, a lot of stuff like. You know, like, for instance, on Embers, that kind of octave fuzz stuff, it's kind of like a little bit of lead through the whole song, you yeah. know, obviously she's not going to be able to do right, that, right. And, uh, play and sing that, mm-hmm. but, you know, on Riddlin', you know, she, yeah. she plays the solo, I like that on, song. on Burning, she plays the solo, oh, cool. you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. She's got a great amp. She's plays with like one of those Vox Brunos, which is like a, it's like Vox's version of a twin reverb. Oh, cool. It's really cool.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah it's really, yeah. it's, I love my sound. Yeah, it's definitely um unique i feel like
0: why did you move to philadelphia
1: uh you know our my band cupid's victim we just wanted a change we were all from uh corpus right and you know, it, it's a small town yeah let me ask so, you a question yeah because
0: you, so you're in a band you're in corpus you start hitting some like you know every, every band has their their goals right mm-hmm. uh, ultimately it the way that you perform perform on your records i've never seen you perform live the way you perform on your records you definitely are a person that wants to play at the sphere in las vegas
1: oh absolutely you're cool with
0: having like a month there Uh and selling it out Uh yeah it's but but on the way there's small goals like oh we got to get a gig at the rock place what's it called rock house House of rock Rock. house of rock i got to get a gig and that's the only thing then you finally get it then you got to play a saturday then you got a headline yeah then you you're meeting all these goals what was the last goal that you met in Corpus that made you go like, dude, we gotta go to fucking Philadelphia, man. This is, <laughs> We run out of shit to conquer here. Well, Did actually, you get on Johnny Canales or something?
1: Actually, our band had broken up. Okay. So we weren't playing anymore for a while. And then we decided, um, we actually went to a concert at house of rock and we saw a band called let live and it just inspired all of us um because this guy's performance was just phenomenal and um so we like beyond
0: corpus y- yeah you know what i mean like i know that feel i lived in houston that's mm-hmm. the same kind like it, it's a cool town but then eventually like it's like now what like, yeah
1: we just we all just wanted to change yeah so we were yeah. like mm, should we go west coast east coast and we're like oh us Let's go to East Coast. Yeah. Um, not New York. It's too expensive. What's, you know, what's around? Philly. Yeah. yeah. Let's, it's not as expensive, but it's still, you know, right there. Um. The music scene's pretty decent. Um. But to be honest, my experience up there with playing wasn't that great just Was because... Is
0: Trocadero the place there? W- that what? place there? The Trocadero? No, I don't, it might I don't. be somewhere else. Sorry, go ahead. We just
1: played a lot of, like, local sure. venue. We didn't play anything big. But, um, yeah, the... uh. The band, we just, we didn't have our shit together, pretty much, is, is the truth. We just weren't, you know, adamant about playing a lot. And the guys, I feel like, weren't really that serious. I've always been serious about it, but I feel like I, I was just stuck in a rut. And not to mention, I was dating the bass player. I dated him for nine years, and then we broke up, which is and actually... You still played together? We were, no, no. We were playing, we were playing while we were together the like the entirety of our relationship yeah 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 but um the the breakup is what prompted me to end up moving back to texas and you know long story short that's what what the whole album is pretty much about so um so yeah it didn't work out basically moved home because of a bad breakup and then um met up with dorian pretty shortly after i moved back and you know ever since then we've just been working with each other so um yeah, it um I love Philly. I want to go back and visit, but I'm I'm so glad to be back in Texas.
0: You know the two places on South Street that face each other, the two Philly cheesesteak places?
1: No, I don't.
0: Oh. I don't really <laughs> like cheesesteaks. Oh, one uses <laughs> I like Pro- tacos. provolone and the other <laughs> one uses spray cheese. I was going to ask which cuz you ask people there like, "Well, which one do I go to?" There's like it's seriously like that's the worst one. Don't even, that's not even a che- cheesesteak. Same thing about the other one. So you never know. So I always like to ask people from Philly which place they go. I can't uh, I'm, not, I'm, not
1: a, I'm not a cheesesteak
0: okay. person. <laughs> I like how offended you were. Like, che- what do I'm I'm I look fine, like I'm a cheesesteak I'm steak from steak fucking person? Texas. So Give me a taco. Like <laughs> yeah. What do I look like, a fucking cheesesteak eater? Yeah. I'm from Texas too and I love a cheesesteak.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I've always been to eat, eat the thing at the place when you go on tour. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
1: I did have a cheesesteak there, and yeah. it was pretty good, but it yeah. was just like, I was like, mm, yeah. tacos. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have
0: tacos up there? Because they have tacos everywhere uh, now. The
1: Mexican food is kind of shit. Oh,
0: God, yeah. Mm-mm. Jesus Christ. East Wasn't... Coast is not, it's not your taco area. <laughs> West Coast, if you don't mind sprouts in your tacos,
1: Mm-mm. then you can
0: go to the West Coast. Yeah. Because they mess around over there a lot. They yeah. mess with stuff a lot. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Tex-Mex is so unique the, that the avocado is okay. When we start doing the sprouts and yeah, the yeah, other yeah. stuff, you can kind of like, mm-hmm. oh the ra- like the
1: radishes and I shit like that. It. Yeah. I
0: accept it because that's your idea of mm-hmm. what it is, but it's not what I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I like refried beans and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, real stuff. Um, all right, now that we've discussed food yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm hungry. incredibly hungry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, during that time after you met Dorian, who's sitting right here, doing a great job. Thank you. Um, at, it was after you met Dorian that you kind of had this this sort of like opening yourself up kind of thing. Because that's the thing that I'm getting from from this music is somebody who is uh, uh, like open, like vulnerable. You're 100%, just like in that video. Like that stuff is funny and all that shit, but that's really vulnerable to do that shit. Like you're yanking a thing off of your hoochie. Mm-hmm,
1: and mm-hmm. then you're
0: uh, like, ow, my hoochie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those are things that are are are... Make a person vulnerable and ex- extremely human, which kind of is the antithesis of being like whatever Bowie was a superhero. Like, you can't imagine Bowie pooping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't, you're like, I don't care. I poop. You oh know yeah, what I mean? I,
1: I, yeah. I take gnarly shits. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Funny story. Funny story. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we, we had, we had Mexican food this morning oh, my God. and we both were racing back to the house. It was not good. It was like bad. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: I still had my sunglasses on and I tripped over <laughs> a speaker on the floor and just ate Shit. I I tripped over the speaker. My my uh my face hit a stool that was next to it and I got this huge gash on my shin. And you know, <laughs> I, heard I go you to Dorian poop? and he was like, uh I can't help you. He's <laughs> racing the bathroom and I'm like i I'm on the floor dying. You know how hard it is to hold in a watery shit after you bust your ass like that?
0: <laughs> it's terrible. You're lucky you didn't have that. You guys see that that weird piece of news that happened with the Delta guy? Uh There's a guy on a Delta flight and it was like uh overseas and it was going from Atlanta to like, I don't know, Paris or something. And this guy had diarrhea and didn't make it out of the seat. And then like it, it look up the art the articles, it's just hilarious because the headline is like all over the plane. And the plane had to turn back. Oh wow. <laughs> like for me, re- it's a real story. Yeah. Yeah, I like oh can you imagine but, being that guy. Oh my god. And like getting off the plane like
2: Thanks, dude. I would die. I can't imagine being like the captain being like, We gotta turn this around. <laughs> like like talking to like the, the airport tower like, hey, we gotta turn around uh Uh-oh. why? Well um Yeah. We, we got a, we got a carnival cruise situation going here. Carnival <laughs> but cruise we, but we need to turn around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have
0: a one man carnival cruise situation yeah. going on. Um so it was during that time of hanging out with him that. So what? What was that? What was that that made it that made you open up like that, that?
1: That I I felt like I was in an extremely vulnerable state in general because of the huge life change I just had. You know, I moved back home. I felt completely defeated because I really wanted to. You know, I had started a life in, in Philly, but I just it just it was time to you know move back home and. um after the breakup, I met my, or I started dating my now husband and, um, I had a lot of anxiety just because it was a new relationship and still getting over the old one. And, um, so working with Dorian too, you know, vulnerable in all aspects. I mean, I'd never worked with a producer and I remember when we started working on, um, lowly that was the first song where he was like let me show you what i can do with this and it went from sounding like weezer to whatever like pop synth wave rock that it is now so i mean i kind of of course i still you know co-produced the album but dorian really really um had a lot to do with the production and um I'm really glad that I let you kind of take the reins on, on
2: some yeah. of these songs. And, you know, it kind of came right after I did my record. Yeah, because um, so, I was going to say there's... So right after I did my record is kind of when we started working together. And she was like, you know, I kind of like some of that synth stuff on there. I'd like to, yeah. you know, kind of incorporate that in my record. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love synth stuff. So, and then, you know, 80s guitars. You know, I have a couple super 80s sounding guitar solos on the record. Yeah. You know, but... um. Yeah, it's just kind of the thing. And, you know, we both have a huge, you know, grunge rock kind of love and background with both of us. And so, you know, when want to incorporate that kind of thing, you know, with like riddlin you know, it's like. Right. It's not,
1: totally not a Nirvana ripoff. Yeah.
2: We're, <laughs> we're just like, we're just like, yeah, we want it, but we want it to sound like 90s grunge, not like the modern grunge where it's 15 freaking guitars. We want like mm-hmm. two or three guitars that just sound big and massive. And, you know, this chorusy kind of clean thing, you know, like. You know, like never minder in Utero kind of sure, sounding. Sure. Or, um, you know, Failure yeah. or something like that. And um, that's just kind of what we went for and turned out great. And then that was another music video we did. We are like, let's just go get some shots. Like yeah. walking by a train tracks. <laughs> the cops Oh, my came. God. The <laughs> <Yeah>. cops came. <laughs> yeah.
1: The cop! Oh, my God. It was so funny. Yeah, and we actually... Went to a pawn shop and got a guitar. We're like, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna put my fucking Les Paul in the, in the pool. Let's go. Let's go to the pawn shop yeah, and like, buy like an eighty dollar guitar and just fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. So
2: she's like swimming, playing the guitar in <laughs> the thing. You know, again with her, the funniest story yeah. about that too is like she she has no like um shame shame yes. <laughs> like she doesn't get like embarrassed very easily. So we're shooting this video and she's got this really cool dress on and she's like floating around in the water and I'm like getting these cool angles. And every time I move to an angle, straight it's up just like, shot. Just straight like legs open <laughs> towards me. I'm like, Tamara, we're gonna have to use some of this footage. You can't like <laughs> put your crotch story. And then she's like, Okay, I want to do one walking out of the water. Now she walks out of the water. The, by that time, the dress is completely torn to shreds mm-hmm. or whatever. She gets out. I was like, We can't use this because you're just <laughs> Naked. you're out. You know. <laughs> And that's kind of the that's kind of the story work with her. It's really fun and it's I think that's why like we get so many good shots and we're able to edit stuff together and it feels fun and it's fun for us because yeah. she doesn't have a lot of shame, sure. a lot of like Yeah. I guess um she's not very reserved or anything like that. So right. we can get cool I'm stuff. I'm pretty
1: sure the male fans appreciate that.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um on behalf of all the male fans, we do. Yeah. So what does your husband do? What's his what's his
1: he does property taxes.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. but, that's a whole but, different. But was a bass player. He was actually player?
1: he was no. the one who taught me how to play guitar. You have a type. I, <laughs> I, do. I guess I do. It's funny. Yeah, yeah he. Um, yeah, he's awesome. He's my everything. Uh, we just got married last year. Congratulations! So almost one year.
0: Well, he must be pretty laid back. I mean, you know, he's some guys. Some guys dude, might man. have a little bit of a, like a hey, man, that's weird. This video's like I don't, you know. What if my uncle sees it? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, some dudes got like a, uh, an empowered woman is sometimes incredibly threatening to a dude.
1: He, well, he even tells me, he was like, you're a wild woman and I will never be able to tame you. And I'm completely fine with that. See,
0: that's, there's those kind of <laughs> guys. I remember, yeah. I remember
2: yeah. one of the, one of the first videos we were doing, you know, he's, we shot, we shot a couple of videos at her house, we shot like three videos at your house. Mm-hmm. But one of the videos, um, you know, at first you could tell he was kind of like a little weird about. How scantily clad she
0: was. Yeah, she's jumping around in the tub yeah, naked.
2: Or but something. he didn't
1: know you that at the time yeah, that much. But then,
2: but then later in the shoot, she was wearing something. He's like, "Don't you think you should pull it down a little bit, show a little more skin?" And we we're like, "He <laughs> <laughs> just kind of pulled a one like, okay. So
0: he kind of gets it now. That's good. And he comes to the shows.
1: Oh, um, well, I haven't played yet.
0: Oh, yeah, this Ooh. is oh, gonna, this this gonna be, this the be the first show. show. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. why
1: this is a this is a big deal.
0: What what day is that? <laughs> October 26th It's Thursday. a Thursday. Oh, I'm playing time. that night. Yeah. Shit. Okay.
2: Oh. It's okay. Well, we'll 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 bug the shit out of you every time we have a show.
0: Yeah. I want to come and see it. Yeah. Plus you got the great Tommy. He's still out there. Man, he the killing it. he's killing in the drums. He's killing it. Oh yeah. It. Yeah.
1: Just threw out his back, but Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> be, I be, be good for yeah, the like, show. Great,
2: Tommy's he's like, hey, man, now. Don't freak out, but uh I kind of threw out my back. Don't think I can make rehearsal this week, but I'll be good by next week." And I was like, "Okay."
0: I feel like when you and Tommy are old, then I what am I at that point? I'm like Wolfson at that point. Yeah, maybe I don't know. You kind of look
2: a lot younger than you are, though. It's nice to say. Yeah, because I feel like we look about the same age.
0: No, I look fifty five. You, I'm fifty five.
1: I would say like I would say mid forties.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah, Mm, that's really nice of you (laughs) to say. And you're not even forty.
2: I'm forty. You're forty. Yeah.
0: Damn, man, people get old fast.
2: Tommy turns 40 November 1st. Jesus Christ.
1: I stopped having birthdays after I turned 25, so.
0: Yeah, you don't, you're
2: not old. Mm -mm. Yeah, her her birthday was, was (laughs) her birthday. You have a thing on your
0: birthday, you work on music.
1: I know, yeah, every year I'm either in the studio or playing a show or working on music. I
0: played in in your San Antonio on my birthday on Saturday. Oh, yeah? At Sam's. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know that place? No. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> she has, she
2: has, you know, she moved during COVID, so she oh, okay. really hasn't been to shows there yet since we're going to start doing that after we, you know, get a couple shows under our belt here. We're going to start looking at San Antonio. You know, for,
1: I think for two San years, Marcus. I, for two years straight, I was driving up to uh, Round Rock to work with him. So I really like, I dedicated almost all of my time she to does. working
0: on music. She's, I mean, it she, can get shows. It really does. This is fucking great. And I, I hope, I hope that, 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 ears get on it because it really it's a pleasure to listen to
1: i appreciate uh, yeah, that yeah
0: Thanks.
2: yeah we worked really hard on it. we're very happy with it i was i mean this is one of the the records that i've done that i've been most proud of i just it sounds good i enjoy listening to it like some of my other records that i've been on or played on or even just produced or mixed or whatever i listen to i'm like oh, okay i'm done with that but this i still want to hear it i still yeah, yeah. on. i'm gonna listen to yeah. it start to finish yeah Uh, It
0: reminded me of, like, how into uh, Since You've Been Gone, you and me were into when that was a a hit. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think you and me were, like,
0: the only people of our sort of, like, rock-you genre that were, like... Like, yeah, like you guys shut up! It's a yeah, great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: see, but see, the, then again, you know, me and you like Rick Springfield. A lot of people don't like Rick Springfield. That's the thing you know? is
0: there's there's elements of that 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 stuff is and, and yeah. the Dorian Grace record like it's all like it informs this record a lot like right. all that cool stuff that I like like and and at the at the you know and in the inside of it all it's not empty by any means there's great songs going around that mm-hmm. even if you were to like you know pick up that guitar and be like hey this is uh you know Riddlin. yeah it would still be good
2: mm-hmm. and that's the point too we did we didn't want album filler you know we recorded really more than that and we were like we were like you know we we're shooting for you know 10 or 12 songs or something like that and we were like let's just let's just Put our best foot forward and just put great songs there. Yeah. No album filler. Like there's no rules. Why so it's not, have it's a not album like, filler? Well, it's like point. in the '90s, you know, where like yeah. CDs came out and they're like, oh, we can put 15, 18 I songs on a record. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're just okay. You have 10 great ones and seven garbage fillers. Like why don't you just put out a 10 song record?
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the
2: record labels, oh, then we can charge more money because there's more songs and you know it's just kind of like a a weird deal. I did
0: that. I. I, I Put out a record in that time under those circumstances, and getting uh, uh, convincing a label that you're not going to—it's
2: really yeah, was, it was
0: really just a bummer for
2: them. I was telling her, I was telling her a story I, I played Peep Show for, and I talked a lot about Oy Jack vey. Joseph Puig because oh, yeah. he's one of my favorite producers, you know. And I was telling her about like how you guys went in, and you know, you did the, the record with Mesa Boogies or whatever, and had Lars a yeah. part of it, and then I was like. You guys kind of had to redo a lot of stuff, but it, well, I mean, it Lars didn't out, like it. We just yeah.
0: we went out and and what the producer that we had gotten to do it, who's great, he just assumed that in order to do all of this, in order to compete with Metallica in some way, and then also, I, I don't know, it, but he took us in a in a direction that wasn't that wasn't fully us. Yeah, it was a little too. uh I don't know. It was a little too mainstream. We were a little weird.
2: I, I heard it. You, yeah. You gave me recordings of I think it.
0: you're the only person that has it. Like, none of us have it. Really? And I, yeah, I'm always like, oh, I know hmm. this dude. I think I have, he has it. I
2: have, um, I went, look, you asked me about it. I went, I look, did. I went looking it. for it. I found um, the only CD I found was the ones that just say songs I wrote on it. Oh. And it's like, um, I think there was a couple of those songs on it. Because it was the songs you gave me to go play acoustic with you in Houston. Oh, okay. And so that's what I had. And I know I had the other ones of that record at some point in time. Well, I
0: remember, I d- yeah. I remember just giving it to, and thinking to myself, like, oh, that's the only copy of that. And me going, like, oh, thank God. Now I never have to hear it again. I still I didn't like it.
2: I still keep, I have like boxes and boxes of CDs. So one of these days, I'll it. If you ever come down. across it, it'd be yeah.
0: interesting to have. And I know the rest of the guys who And want I've got a CD
2: it. burner too, so I can just burn tons of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh in the time of those songs that those people putting in those songs that's that's what that's what happened that's what happened yeah just to me it sounded like that's what happened to the industry like that's why we're in free music time now because uh napster happened because people are like dude i'm paying like 21 dollars after tax and everything for a fucking cd from a band i've never heard of they have 18 songs on this record and two of them are good Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. yeah and so then they took it down. The people. And
2: it also Revolution. has to do with, I think it also has to do genre-wise, what's popular genre-wise. Yeah. Because, you know, one of my probably top three favorite bands of all time, another Jack Joseph Peek band, is Jellyfish. Yeah. And I love them. And yeah. if you listen to that, it's like, how did this get skipped over in the 90s? And you're like, well, it's not grunge. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not pop rap. It's not, and then.
0: Did he ever play that stuff? jellyfish
2: yeah yes yeah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's really really good yeah i I, i've probably listened to i've probably listened to spilt milk start to finish at least a thousand times
0: oh yeah me too and then belly button is also great um i I had this dude on that wrote there's a guy that wrote a book craig dorfman that's his name yeah he wrote the book about jellyfish brighter day oh really yeah the jellyfish story i gotta read that it's great it's great i might have it i can't remember if i get lent lent it to someone but yeah, I had him on the show. Mm-hmm. So that's I just cool. total fucking dork out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's so funny? Listen to this. That got more downloads than Roger Joseph Manning and Tim Smith on a show together. Oh, really? <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's... More people wanted to hear the dude telling the story about the band than the than dudes the talking <laughs> about the band. That yeah, is the, so in in the, funny. The, well, well, I'll take that back. They didn't want to talk that much about Jellyfish. They had a new band, okay. but that's gone okay. now. Yeah. yeah. The they did, what did they Quartet. Like, they did like... But they also did... Was it Imperial Drag? That was Eric Dover, but yeah, he, he yeah, was yeah. in this new band, okay. too. Yeah. All right. It was like a new Jellyfish. Sounded a little more like Sticks than the old Jellyfish, yeah, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, old Jellyfish to
2: me sounds a lot like, like 10CC and the Beatles had a baby or something Speaking like that.
1: Speaking of the Beatles, you know, your voice reminds me of um
0: john lennon john lennon yeah. really yeah those you my yeah. nice singing stuff, voice yeah. thank yeah, you that's yeah. really nice to say
1: you have a beautiful voice thank you very much thanks it touched it touched my soul i'm not, I'm not you too have a
0: beautiful voice you have a fucking power voice you have one of those voices <laughs> like you go you know Her, what's the lady there's a lady uh and she's famous and and i was like oh she can she could yeah she, what do you think um <laughs>
1: So there's a lady. Paramore. Paramore. Oh, Haley Williams. Haley Williams. Yeah, I've gotten compared to her a lot. Okay. The, uh, that and Avril Lavigne.
0: Yeah. Um, I can see how you go, like like you have a pop sense, like a rock pop. Yeah. A punk rock pop, you know whatever yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that is that she has sensibility songwriting.
2: One thing I really hadn't noticed, and we did in the studio with her records. So not only is her voice powerful, it's incredibly yeah. high. She's got a really high range. So that. 70% of the songs are actually a half step up. Like, all the guitars are tuned a half step up. Oh, wow. One guitar so, is even a whole step. Yeah, one guitar is a whole step. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing. It's hard live is because we're doing this with the backtracks from the studio. So I have to bring at least three guitars oh, to play. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got to bring two. So like, <laughs> So, like, Burning, you know, and... Um, you know, burnings, a half step standard. And then, then Riddlin's drop. Yeah. Which drop is a drop D, E flat, step, yeah. you know? So, cause it's a half step up and then, crazy. and then the ruins, the kind of country Southern kind of sounding song. Yeah, I'm in standard. She's a whole step up drop. E. It's just kind of a, it's a just all move. over the yeah. place.
1: We, we need a guitar weird, tech. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know anybody? <laughs> no,
2: I actually have a, they have this new pedal and I actually learned about it from the interview with Chris shiflett uh, the guitar player from Foo Fighters. So it's it's a pedal that Digitech makes called a drop pedal, and they've made them before. You know, like the capo pedals or whatever. This one works and it sounds perfect. So when I have my guitar that's a half step up, and I just, can just go to the next one. I just hit this. It one button, my guitar is completely tuned. I oh, mean, that's step killer! Now and it just sounds so, perfect. Yeah,
0: like it seems like that would Ben's be weirder, sounder than 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 Kemper amps.
2: It doesn't though. It's it's really weird how awesome it tracks. It, I mean, you can bend, you can do anything. Right. It sounds exactly like it. The only thing you have to get used to is there's just like this baby millisecond delay between when you play it, but it's so fast. It only took me about a couple hours to get over it. Okay. Um, but it's it just makes life easy because then I'd be bringing five guitars. Jeez. You know,
0: if I didn't have yeah. that. <laughs> I just uh, I've been playing with fastball and. Uh, there was some fly-out dates, and I play acoustic guitar in a few songs, and I was like, oh, I don't want to bring two guitars, and so I got a acoustic pedal. Yeah, I have one of those, too. She, I didn't like it at all. One. I think it sucks. Is it the I, Boss one? Yeah, well, yeah. The AC3 or whatever? Yeah,
2: we, we have the little uh, the Boss MD unit, so it has all of the Boss pedals in it. Oh. Um, and it, but it's cool. It also works as a pedal switcher as well, so you can put external pedals into it. Oh, it's really, it's really it's neat! Really neat. Um, wow. So, like, when I have it programmed, it's like I, I I bank down to, you know, the ruins or whatever song it is, and I have my pedals set up. So when I just hit it, just switch everything. I right, I can right. use my pedals, or I can use the pedals, sure. in it and stuff like that. It's or it's combination
1: great. or a combination.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: it's really
2: cool. Um, huh. that's awesome. But
0: uh, I didn't like it though. I'll tell you, I I and yeah, maybe it's because it was coming through an amp. I don't know what it was. Maybe so that's what it they're was. They're
2: not as good. When I was in, um. Violet Crush the band I had in Corpus I actually put um a piezo pickup in my 335 that works a lot better Oh that's a good So they have like these like LR bags makes this awesome bridge it it just replaces your tunomatic bridge you put it in and then you wire it in as a piezo so you just do a f- you flip a switch and then all of a sudden it's a piezo so it's like literally the pickup that would be in an acoustic guitar Yeah yeah and you just and that typically, I would have a switcher that, like an A B switcher. So soon I did that A B switch and it goes to the front of house, so it's like direct. So it really does sound exactly like a plugged in Gibson or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that works better. The the acoustic simulator pedals, they get the job done, but they're not really exactly. Yeah, yeah. Humo- I mean, I used the it. It didn't feel good. Very good. Yeah. yeah,
0: it didn't. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um. I was going to ask you something else. When was the last time I saw you? Was that uh, Zach Lloyd's fortieth birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You last it. year, you killed it. That's my favorite. That's whatever, whatever, whenever you get to just do like two songs, and, and you have to, like you the greatest band. With... You don't have to rehearse. So there's like this whole like, oh fuck, what if nobody knows how it ends? Anything like shit like that. But you
2: got to play with good musicians, and A and R was there with you, right? A and R was there. Yeah. yeah,
0: I had my whoopie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my little binky. <laughs> My bald little Binky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, I love that. I was telling her about Antones. I played there not too long ago and uh I was telling her how cool the backstage is the new Antones. Oh, yeah. The dressing rooms, the catering area, and like the
0: That night, yeah. like that that hang was fucking rad. Like oh, the I whole bet. thing yeah. going on upstairs. You were you up there? No, were I you? didn't go up there. No, I was just there. I just thought hanging. you were up there just hanging out. No. That's how fucked up I was after I played. <laughs> no, like, dude, like... I got wasted honestly, that night. It shows like
2: that, man, like... If I'm not playing, I just want to enjoy the show. I want to be out in front. I want to see everything, you That's know? That's true. I want to take pictures, but, like, if it's, like... Photos you I'm, took
0: were great. I still use them. I yeah, think my profile is yeah. shot on, on Instagram. Nice, nice.
2: Yeah, I just, like, when I go to shows like that, yeah, it's cool to go backstage, but, I mean... I know most of you guys, you know, and it's cool, but I'd like, I haven't seen you guys playing forever. I want to see that's everybody, true. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it'd be yeah. different if I was playing and then I was like, okay, I need a break. I need to go like chill before I play or I just got done playing. I want to sit for a second. But then I'm also the guy that probably go back out in the audience and like watch, you know, like that's just yeah. how I am. I'm a fan, you know, I yeah. love playing music, but I'm even more, I'm a fan of music.
0: I was up and down that night. Yeah. upstairs downstairs but the upstairs the scene was great yeah. it was just your friends that for fucking years you know yeah. said, oh there's alex there's bruce there's fucking you know yeah 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 baxley the the cr- yeah baxley f- fucking i haven't seen that guy in forever yeah He's just hanging out there matt nevesky just all kinds of people like your bros from life julian. Tommy, julian yeah drew zach Loy, bo Loy. yeah, yeah bo Loy, <laughs>
2: julian <laughs> bo shot uh one of the videos for the the, my solo record. Oh really? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, he, cuz he does all the the CGI effects stuff
0: now. He's awesome, man. I was
1: trying to get him to do one of my videos, but he just never had the time.
0: Yeah, he's always busy. He'll he'll make the time. At some point, Do yeah. you guys get some radio play like on KUTX or anything like that?
2: You know, Maybe. we haven't uh for some reason KUTX is not playing anything that we sent like you? them. I don't know, but um we are getting like we did, you know, the big you know, United States college thing. We were getting a lot for a while, a lot of college stations, a couple kind of like big state mainstream stations that do like independent artist nights and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean we gotta we gotta revisit call Loris. Um, which is oh, really- Loris is at Sun. Oh, Loris is at Sun. Yeah, so no, maybe we haven't tried KUTX. then. I, I contacted Loris, but she was out of town and she never heard back. But any time I've ever sent Loris stuff, she's like, "Yeah, it's on." Yeah,
0: yeah, she's good. So
2: I can't imagine her not. I think she's just out of town and probably just deleted a bunch of emails or something like that. But she's gone from
0: KLBJ yet. and she's now at Sun. Sun. So yeah, who's it? Who's it? Um, KUTX. KUTX. Well, um, Matt Riley is the guy, like okay. the main guy. But you can send stuff like Jody. Okay. Like I've done that before. Anyway, whatever. Cool. You made cassettes.
1: I made cassettes.
0: What? How do you feel about cassettes? Like, what uh, is the what is the cassette to you? Like, just, why 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 make a cassette? Just, I, I'm, not just being, I'm not being just strictly the difficult. nostalgia
1: of it. Okay, you know, I just yeah, to, cool. it's Just like a throwback kind sure. of thing, and it's like, you know, who who wouldn't love you know to have a cassette? You know, it's just no one's making them anymore, and so I just felt like it would be different and unique, and I think people would there's really a movement.
0: Yeah? yeah, is there? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Especially Our friend in Jonas Austin. has like a label of yeah. cassette, like a cassette only label. <laughs> but I would say part of me is like, what? well, here is the thing: so <laughs> no one even liked it when they were around. <laughs> so when we, uh, the would, writings all small. I know. Yeah. We
2: looked to to make cassettes or whatever because I was like, you know, this is a great novelty idea and yeah. stuff like that. Called around and I did a lot of research and stuff like that. So last year, twenty twenty two, was the first year that vinyl outsold CDs and then this it was yeah. And then this year it's actually projected that uh, cassettes are going to outsell CDs. So it's kind of cool. And the company we used, they were like, yeah, it's like we do cassettes. Nice. They do. They did the cassettes for, um,
1: guardians of the, the galaxy, guardians of the galaxy movies,
2: cool. you know, cause that was such a hip thing. Cause he has yeah, the, yeah. The, the tape player yeah, the, yeah. the whole time. And I'll give you the name if you ever decided to do cassettes. They're awesome because they don't actually make, like, cassette tape anymore. So you they have to figure out a way to make their own. So a lot of people are, like, doing, like, cheap kind of tape. They actually use 2-inch, and they cut it to the size of cassette tape. Oh, killer. So the tape actually sounds incredible. Oh, that's awesome. It's, like, on, like, little cut down 2-inch.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so neat.
2: It sounds really good.
0: I did notice, I, I find Urban Outfitters to be a place where you can find out what's going on in the culture just by yeah. walking in and like looking what the main thing they're trying to sell. For a while, they had like aisles of fucking records mm-hmm. and yeah. record players and all the shit. Okay, so and now it's just one little kiosk of records, but yeah. they have uh, boom boxes with cassette players now that nice. they're selling. So I, that's why I was thinking like maybe cassettes are a thing.
1: I think they're coming back. I'm, And if not, I'm bringing them back.
0: Yeah. You're bringing, you're bringing cassettes back.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, we have a, a friend, um, you know, Liz Burrito. She plays with K-Odyssey, Um, kind of a female a great band name. here in town. They Liz they, Burrito, yeah, Liz Burrito. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, Justin, plays bass with her, and he's like, he, she sells the crap out of cassette tapes.
0: Some people do, and, man.
2: Yeah, so it's. I think the novelty is coming back because
0: I mean, honestly, you know, music's free now. Yeah, like it's you, like you got to sell something. But
1: that's like, it's a tangible thing. It's And cool. you can fit it in your
0: purse. It's not like a record that costs like 40 bucks, and, Right. Yeah. And you got to, yeah. like, you're this with this thing the whole night. Mm-hmm. Like at Antone's walking around. Exactly. Yeah. You're waiting for somebody
2: to bump into it or spill a drink on it or whatever. And then you
0: leave it in your car because you forgot. And, and it gets then hot like, and yeah. warped,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: It's happened to me. Although I do like the artwork of records. And I do like the idea of records. And for a while I was listening to vinyl a lot. And then I just was like... It's just all here on my phone. My yeah. 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 I get <laughs> it.
2: I think for me, like, I, I do go through phases. My my mom brought me to music very early. She took me to Van Halen when I was six. And, like, so she had this insane record collection. And then she gave me all her records. So every now and then I do like to pull them out. Like, she's got the Led Zeppelin one that has the Just Went Gold sticker on oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's like, cool. like, that kind of stuff. And so it's fun to listen to, you know, the whole ritual of, like, sitting down mm-hmm. and putting the record on but eventually it's like it's like oh, I gotta change the record. I'm so comfortable laying here listening to music, I gotta yeah. flip it or whatever. And yeah. That kind of gets a little old, but there's definitely like a like a novelty and
1: It's an experience. Experience.
2: Yeah.
0: Did you name the album Genesis because it's the new beginning? Exactly. Yeah. Right on the money. That's good. <laughs> I was telling her right before we came, I
2: played your new um or your latest what? single.
1: I loved it
0: what song uh
2: the um sun, er, er, sun or a sun moon thank yeah. you yeah
1: i love that thank
2: you it was very cool it was like it was like a dreamy like it made me want to
1: get really stoned
2: yeah and turn the like,
1: lights off and play that because i remember yeah. you yeah. I right? sent
2: me you sent me the unmastered one like right before it came out you're like hey i just did this what do you think and oh, yeah. and, and i liked it a lot and it's just a very cool song but it's it's very like you know i kind of want to say like John Lennon a little bit, but maybe it's a little yeah, bit... almost like
0: a. Oh uh, no! A... But it's almost kind of has like my a, games. It kind yeah. of almost
2: has like a little bit of an Elliott Smith vibe to it, a little oh, bit thanks. to me, yeah, which I really like too. It's just very dreamy and slick at the same time, without being too like because there's so, there's so many things right now, so many bands that are going for like the indie thing just to go for the indie thing, yeah, and. It's like you've got that but it still sounds slick. Thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I It's pretty slick. Yeah. It's yeah, very slick. It's great for me too. Like I was like I let go. I there were these guys that heard me play that song. You know, uh Michael Ingbear and Eric uh Harrison. Those- they have 60, Studio 601. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool yeah, yeah. dudes. Mm-hmm. They heard me I play sold it. I them some of my old panels. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, they they heard me play that at a thing and they like came up and were like, "Hey, would you ever want to record that song? We don't. We think it's too fast, and we think there's a couple minor chords that belong in there. And I was like, sort of like audacious to come up and start telling some dude <laughs> he's using the wrong chords and he's everything us. <laughs> <up against him. laughs> and then I, I thought like, well, fuck up, just I don't have any ideas of what I want to do right now. So yeah, sure, let's do this thing. And so yeah. I went over there. It turned out well. Yeah, it turned out really well. Yeah. I did it like on march 7th of 2020 we recorded and we're like okay all right so next week we'll all be back here and do this <laughs> and finish the song so they finished yeah. it without me oh, like wow. i was just there and sang it oh, and and played wow. some stuff that first day and then they spent the rest of that summer since they had their own little pod going on mm-hmm. uh finishing it up like that but yeah it was, it was cool it was cool to let go i like it a lot it's hard to play it that slow and to, to pull that off live because it's it's if so you're not on a clock or something thick. yeah. It's it's so dense with, with shit. Tommy anyway, could do it. Tommy can do it.
2: Yeah. If you have a drummer that can just nail tempo and just knows how to pull
0: it in the right amount. Do you know that Tommy ran away from home and was like hiding behind a fucking dumpster somewhere one Stop. morning and he called me. It was he was in high school. Yeah. Really? Was a kid. Yeah. And he called me and he's like, hey, so uh like I ran away can you, can you, like, come get me? And I'm like, Aww. sure, man. So I'm friends with his parents, right? So uh-huh. yeah. I had to call Alan and, and be like, hey, man. So I found him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are worried. He's behind a dumpster, but I'm going to go get him. Yeah. And uh, don't worry. I'll just take him all day. But don't don't tell him I told you guys. You know, mm-hmm. don't want to, you know. Yeah. I don't want him to think I'm telling on him. So I went and got him. And so, like, for punishment, <laughs> We're like, all right, man, you're coming back. You're playing drums on our fucking (laughs) recording. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have a drummer at the time. I remember calling Alan that night, or Alan being like, hey, thanks, you know, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man, I just so you know we really like you know really laid into him he's like yeah go." he went and smoked weed with his favorite band and recorded songs <laughs> yeah, with yeah. it's a <laughs> real punishment like a punishment yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, how Al, cruel we also bought him lunch yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry man that's a great story
2: yeah I can't imagine Alan being cool with that <laughs> no he wasn't cool <laughs> I was not
0: cool about that kind of but stuff <laughs> the funny thing was the way that I was like oh yeah we put him to work yeah, so yeah I, that's not good enough man you gotta cut it again you're yeah. slowing down <laughs> in the chorus yeah. we thought we were being tough he was having the time his life. Yeah, that's hilarious
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: i think at yeah. one point in time he ended up running away or something like that and i think he ended up like jammed with butthole surfers too
0: every time he t- t- he learned that if he ran away he'd, yeah yeah
1: he gets to play off. some yeah. Yeah. awesome
0: group what a great guy tommy yeah he's and he's also awesome. great people like alan's great sheridan's mm-hmm. great just families just people trying to get yeah. through life growing pains you know how it is. It's mm-hmm. it's cool Jammer, like I obviously. I envy
2: that a lot about, you know, how Tommy was raised, getting raised in a family of outstanding musicians, you know, being able to like have all that connections, being able to jam with you, you know, it's like I I yeah. got, I lived down the street and it's like I got to jam with Tommy and yeah, yeah. sometimes, you know, Alan and Sheridan, but for the most part it was just like you know, my outlet was through them yeah. yeah. it was just it was kind of cool that um, you know, he had all that and it was amazing for them to share that with me as well.
0: Yeah. And then man crazy. Mhm. Then Dame's Violet happened. Mhm. Crazy. And you weren't in that band? No,
2: I was in a you band. You should have been though. I was in a band called
0: Underdriven. Spirit yes, spiritually and, though you were in that band.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, actually it was Assembly Line. So Assembly Line was me and Tommy's like first band that was our band. Right, right. And then he auditioned for Dame's Violet cuz he got a call from Mark um Holman. Uh, Mark Prock.
0: Oh, Mark Prock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, manager, not producer.
2: Yeah. And then Mark Hallman that they did the record with. And Tommy was like, man, I'm going to piece. I got this other band that's like, we're doing (laughs) like pretty good right now. I was like, I was like mad, but I was like, I can't be mad at you. Like I get it. You know?
0: Yeah. I got the Archangels manager. I'm fine. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then, um, but yeah, it was cool. I would get up and, you know, their cover band swells wave. I would get on stage and sing with them sometimes. And that was fun.
0: I saw them I remember distinctly walking in when they were playing Sledgehammer at Lucky Lounge one night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I remember that so. I Used well. to do Lucky Lounge a lot. Crazy times. Uh, Tamara, you like Austin? You don't live here, though, right? No, you live. I mean, yeah, I live technically, in you do live here about half. The <laughs> I time, mean, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess.
1: I guess. But like I said, when I'm here, yeah. we're working on on stuff. Yeah. We go out every now and then, and and you know, we really want to start going to shows and and get involved with the music scene here. I need to you know meet people. Yeah, and um, that's so, where it's at. Right.
2: Because Austin's definitely, it's a big, small town. So yeah. it is, it, that's what I'm trying to do. Get her out, introduce her to people like you and you know, kind of get her people to know her and how cool and nice she is. And yeah. it, it makes life a lot easier being a musician.
0: I didn't go out for like three weeks. Just didn't mm-hmm. at all. And, and then you start going like, man, no one's asking me to do anything. Yeah, exactly. No one wants me to do anything. And I really was getting like that. And I mm-hmm. told my girlfriend that. And then I went out, Thursday night and saw went to like three different places saw five different bands and like I got all these different gigs like oh people are like oh shit hey you want to play this thing on a kick, Christmas yeah, time i like yeah exactly like oh yeah that's how you do it mm-hmm, <laughs> I mm-hmm. forgot so yeah. I went
2: I went through this period about I guess maybe like 10 or 12 years ago where I just went completely sober didn't drink yeah, yeah. didn't smoke pot didn't smoke cigarettes for like 18 months at the end of 18 months I had no friends anymore it was like, like nobody wanted to talk to me. Nobody invited me to shows. And then I was just like, okay, I'll just start going to shows. It's like again. you're a yeah. bummer. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, but I wasn't, I wasn't no, like, no, I wasn't no, that no. guy. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm too cool to drink. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I just think God, like, no, go like, nah, I'm not going to have a drink. Whatever. You're like you can do a shot with us. i like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Nah.
2: And, and, but, but you are the bummer, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. somebody's buying shots. You're like, nah, you're like, Get out of here. It goes away
0: after a while. Yeah. I think if there's in the freshness, because I'm, I'm, I have a girlfriend now, she's like 20 years sober. Oh, okay. And I mean, I still drink them. She, There's well, no problem at all between, uh, with anything.
2: Well, same with Tommy. Yeah. Sheridan's been sober for like 30 years or something yeah. like that. Yeah, long time. My husband's
1: yeah. an alcoholic, so he's four yeah. years sober now, I think. Four or five years sober. Yeah. Really bad. Almost killed him.
0: Damn. Yeah. I'm glad he's still around. Yeah. yeah he's a cool dude yeah very cool dude very supportive mm-hmm. yeah you should i mean you you seem to have no one telling you not to do stuff
1: i know yeah That's he's a great he's thing. just he's amazing yeah. he's so supportive and i mean he's you know let's be honest he's my financial backing, so i mean he's executive producer of this project so
0: yeah well good uh tamara, Genesis is the name of the album tamara Gomez is the uh is the artist. Dorian Grace, co producer, guitar player,
2: extraordinary. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I like to do guitar sounds. That's cool. Um, you can find you at TamaraGomez.com. If you have the ability to travel back in time, <laughs> you can go back to October 26th and see them at Valhalla.
1: Yeah. I think we have
0: What was another, another sh- one that you were saying?
1: We might have another one coming up December 22nd. December,
0: okay, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that's
2: right. December 22nd, three days or. Yeah, a of, before, where? Christmas. It's Valhalla as well. Oh,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. So, December 22nd. Yeah, that's right. Friday. Valhalla. So you, can, you can make
2: that one if you don't have a
0: time machine. December 22nd. Valhalla. I have a gig that night, I think. You
2: always have gigs.
0: Uh, with Skyrocket, we yeah. have a lot of gigs. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Man, you guys are like slow time. Doing really well. You still
2: at like 310 the other day, didn't you? Yes. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. You guys have come a Thank long you. way. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. That's awesome. we uh we've worked really hard man for a long time i just remember when we were like i remember doing a session at your place with somebody having to go play a gig like in the afternoon in the back of a pizza place yeah we didn't even get paid like that's yeah. how we started we didn't even get paid for anything yeah and now it's like we get to make we money. don't even think about doing anything unless I was getting yeah, paid. Yeah. it's like we don't even think about yeah you know dancing queen you're just like no well, no, we, we, I mean, those door shows, I mean, luckily we've been around for a while. We've gotten enough of an audience now yeah. that we can, we can sell out places. Uh, we don't really play that many. We only play San Antonio, Houston, and Austin publicly Yeah, mm-hmm. and dripping Springs like twice a year, but yeah, you know,
2: but you do like a lot of private weddings. a lot stuff, of private stuff. Yeah.
0: Not, not as many weddings, but just more private, like corporate shit and weird things. Few weddings here and there. Anyway, guys. Great job on this record. Genesis, everyone get out there and check it out. Check out these videos. Burning, Let Go. What was it that the Ritalin? guy said? Oh, Riddlin.
1: Oh. Let It Go. Let It, let it Go. Yeah. Tamara Games
0: go, and her go, new, go. new hit singer, Let It Go. With Let It Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tamara Games, Dorian Grace, uh, here on the show. Well, it's great talking to you guys. Great meeting you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Us. You have a great voice, great songwriter. Dorian, so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, man. I love, I've always been a fan of you as a dude and as a music guy and it only grows awesome yeah stay strong when's your next record I don't know man I gotta start writing I'm working <laughs> on songs right now with the band okay cool because I don't want to write by myself mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: alright bye, bye. <laughs> That was Tamara Gamez and my dear old friend, Dorian Grace, her co-producer. Find her at TamaraGamez.com. Check out her record, Genesis, available wherever it is that you stream and download music. And don't forget, gang, while you're out there, checking out TamaraGamez.com. While you're out there streaming and downloading music, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you find podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, anywhere you find podcasts. New shows every Tuesday. Every Friday, sometimes from the vault, over the weekend, sometimes three shows a week. There's going to be a couple of weeks of three shows a week. Sorry, I'm getting the hiccups and I'm trying to fight it off while I do this intro. I need to drink water upside down. I need to drink water upside down. Anyway, get out there and check out Tamara's record, Genesis. Uh, This song, Lowly, this song is called Lowly, the song that you're listening to, all right? Enjoy it. Go to TamaraGamas.com. Thank you, Tamara and Dorian, for doing the show. And everybody, please have a very safe, a very happy and uh, love-filled Thanksgiving. Remember, I'll just be the guy that brought the rolls. The guy over there. Don't yell at him. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's get down.